0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
2: The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. The concept is simple. Me and the guests have a topic, and we each have five things to rank Star Wars. Don't you guys get it? That's the concept. I love trying to explain it every time in the simplest terms possible. With me for this one is Joseph Scrimshaw. Ready to rank. Ready to rank. Now, you and I, are, I think, predominantly will be the guests on the show because that's how we record. But John Rocha's been on the show. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun. Emma uh, MFI's been on as well. So uh, a lot of guests. Um, but you and I have a lot of fun just talking about the minutia of Star Wars. Yes. And this show uh, and this particular topic, topic I think, uh, lends itself to some of the... Funnier conversations. Now, I'm setting a high bar here. This might be the most serious, <laughs> dour episode on the Force Center podcast feed ever. <laughs> uh, but we are going to discuss today the best outfits in Star Wars and then
1: rank them. Oh, man, I'm so ready. This is this was probably the most difficult one. Believe it or so not, far. we've had some of the ones about the prequels. Yeah. We've had uh, this uh, the most important side characters, the fate of the galaxy. Uh, outfits. Outfits. Harder than the fate of the galaxy for me to decide. It's pretty key. It is. Right? Star Wars looks cool, if nothing yes. else. That's why we come in in the first place. Right. When you're two and a half and you're like, that looks cool. Yes.
2: That's all. Absolutely. It is part of what uh, makes Star Wars uh, this big galaxy that we like to crawl into and and, and live in and feel lived in. And uh, if if an outfit doesn't look right, we criticize. Yep. If an outfit looks great, I'm thinking Cassian Andor. Oh. When that he- popped up, Diego Luna looked like he Belonged in Star Wars, so beautiful. beautiful, so great. Love a lot of stuff Jin wears. That I think Rogue One did a great job of introducing outfits into Star Wars that really belong. Force Awakens did too. Yeah, you have to. It's part of it. Now, Joseph, we do want to clarify. This does not include uh, armor, right? Because otherwise,
1: it would just be like
2: Boba Fett, stormtroopers, right? Captain Phasma. Yeah, uh, I'd list Emperor's Royal Guard at five, three, and two. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Biker Scouts would be
1: number, Biker I, my Scouts, number one. Biker Scouts. Yeah, but armor is different than an outfit. An outfit right. means you get to get up that day and go, well, "What's it going to be today?" Yeah, the, the, exactly, exactly. And and uh, and uh, which
2: is, uh, you know, I got a wrinkle on the uniform on my list too because uniforms and armor. I guess you could, yeah. you could argue. I could hear someone out there saying, "Well, a uniform is a part of you know, armor is part of the uniform." I, I hear what you're saying, yeah, but hear my wrinkle later
1: on because I do okay. have a I do have a uniform on this. Okay, list. and I do think a uniform is different than armor, right? Right. But anyway, so what we do, we do one uh, f- uh, five through one. Uh, Joseph, you're going to start us off with your number five best outfit in Star Wars. Number five, Padme's burial... Gr- no, no, I, I thought I'd make a little joke. We said we were going to have some fun, so I'm not going to do Padme's <laughs> burial gown. No, 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 no. I'm going to go fun. My number five is Bazine Natel Oh, nice. She is the spy, the First Order spy bounty hunter who reports that BB-8 is at Maz Kanata's castle, and my... Ma- my right. god. She looks like Etsy threw up on her in the most beautiful way. Uh, she's got the, the like, uh, she's, she's yeah. there lounging with Grumgar. Yeah. She's got the uh, leather, like, hood over the head, which I, ha- I haven't read the short story that this comes from. But right, right, right. a right. canon short story with a Bazine, uh, but that's uh, some sort of damage from a flamethrower oh, okay. that she covers. And then it goes into this strange, fun, cool gown thing that just has, like, all of this energy and movement in yeah. just, like, the design of it. Just, like, really well designed. Yeah. The thing that puts it over the top for me is she has finger gloves. Not fingerless gloves. Oh. The opposite of fingerless gloves. Finger gloves. So like if you imagine somebody made fingerless gloves, then Basine and Tell came along and said, I'll take what you cut <laughs> off and I'll put that on my fingers. Watch the close up in The Force Awakens where she calls the first order. Yeah. She has just the little they only go up to like, I think, past the middle knuckle, but yeah. they're just like Finger gloves. They're effing finger gloves <laughs> and they're beautiful. That is a cool outfit because it looks like you are ready in that outfit. You are ready to go to the best party on Coruscant and you are ready to murder people. You are, Either one. You ain't lying. <laughs> Those they're are great. just some finger gloves. Those are finger gloves. <laughs> so my number five is Bazine Natel in her finger gloves. <laughs> wow, that's it. That's that's great. Why is it
2: number five? She's so good. Yeah, that is that is great, sir. That's a great one. Well, my number five <laughs> uh, is in an opposite direction here. <laughs> it is Lobot. Oh, oh, right. is this a pity vote? No, I, I, it's, it's sad. Lobot notwithstanding, here I uh, I say it is it the coolest outfit, Joseph? No, nah. coolest Mm-mm. outfit on. Uh, on uh, on Bespin is is Lando Calrissian absolutely. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. But here's the thing: Billy D and Lando Calrissian, one and the same, really, are too cool that he would take spot one, two, three, and five. Right. You can't really even He's, have Lando on this list. No, I mean, come you can't. On. It's not fair to the rest of us. Exactly. And the rest of the characters. But Lobot has, it's in a time of, uh, a tumultuous time for the galaxy. Uh, and Lobot's a very important side character who, who does some, you know, who, who takes matters into his own brain um, and, and does things. Um, it is simple. It is direct. It is, above all, comfortable. Okay. If you're going to wear something every day, and I don't consider this a uniform, All right, no, no, no. I consider this um, part of a a choice he's made. That's what he was wearing that day. Yeah, he's got, you know, it's a onesie, (laughs) kind of. The belt. I don't think it's pants. I think it's. I I take it as all one piece. But I could be. I could be mistaken. (laughs) I I don't know. I've never cosplayed as Lobot. Uh, Excuse me, kicking my whiskey. Um, And then those sleeves. Yeah, it's
1: all about the sleeves, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's all about the sleeves, about the sleeves, about the sleeves, no short sleeves. Um, if you look, you know, with me, Joseph, you notice I always got my sleeves kind of rolled up. You're ready to go to work. I'm ready to go to work. I, I, but I like having sleeves down because I have kind of thin wrists. So the height, so, but I don't know what to do with my okay. sleeves. And one of the reasons I don't wear my sleeves down a lot is it's constrictive. Right. You look at Lobot and that that is a billowy pillow of comfort. Yes, he's okay. got those sleeves. All right, so these are, are and there's a functionality protectors. to what he's got going on. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I understand that there's cooler things in the galaxy. Yeah. I've got some of those on my list. Okay. I've got comfort on my list as well. Um, but Lobot,
1: Lobot, he definitely belongs in the Star Wars galaxy. Now, does it trouble you that if Lobot, Lobot, mm-hmm. Lobot not, I don't know who Lobot is, Lobot, if Lobot was at a party mm-hmm. and he picked up uh, a chip and he was going to go dip it, Did he get a lot of dip on his sleeves? Does that trouble you? Um... That he would drag his sleeves through the dip?
2: It doesn't necessarily trouble me because, like, I get a lot of dip on all my clothes. <laughs> so I'd be used to that. I'd be used to that. And I, I got to imagine he has a lot of these. And oh, uh, yeah. that he, if he he stains one, he goes and cleans it up. Right.
1: Gets a, new yeah. Gets a new shirt. He belongs there among the clouds in that lime yellow beautiful jumper of his. Right. Yeah. Right. That's a good one. That a good Absolutely. One. That's my number five. Lobot. You're number four? My number four is, I just had to, because it, it moves in some ways the plot of The Force Mm -hmm. Awakens, Poe's jacket, and it is a damn fine jacket. It is really well designed. Not only does Finn look good in it, of Mm -hmm. course Poe looks good in it, and you know, Poe is on that Landro spectrum where he might look good (laughs) in anything, in any old thing, but it is a really cool jacket. And if you think that Poe picked this jacket out Mm -hmm. and said, this is in the general design of jackets we've seen it has some rhythms with cassie and it has some rhythms with luke's celebration jacket that he's wearing at the end of a new hope does Uh, but it's got that distinctive red splash that says like hey world look at me (laughs) hey galaxy look at me don't ignore me (laughs) it gets worn by two different characters Mm -hmm. and it looks just as cool on both characters right there is a lot going yeah yeah, you're
2: right it transforms the the wearer yeah I mean Finn. Finn, uh, you know John Boyega is a cool guy, but I don't think Finn was a cool guy yet. No, 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 no. You know he was a stormtrooper. We didn't know his name. He's just been trained to kill his whole life. He puts on that jacket, he
1: becomes a hero. Yeah, he becomes cool, connected mm-hmm. with himself, and you know the the jacket has a, a great cut to it. Right, <laughs> it's literally cut <laughs> literally by Kylo Ren. But I'm sure we're going to see that jacket again. It's on the promotional materials already. We're going right. to see Poe. And Finn's jacket again, and that right. is my number four. Uh, that is great. My number
2: four is That's uh, what I was kind of hinting at earlier. It's, it's definitely uniform. Okay. Joseph. I make no bones about that. I, I understand. Um, but it is Director Orson Krennic's Ooh, uniform.
1: Ooh, that's beautiful.
2: Now, the reason I'm counting this is I don't have an imperial manual in front of me that has uh, the operations and procedures of the empire and what you can or cannot wear as part of the uniform. But I have to imagine at some point Orson Krennic made the decision early on in his career. Because when you see him uh, finding uh, Galen and Clan Urso early on, he's in a kind of a different outfit. Yeah. It's definitely from the engineer bureau. You know, I get that the color scheme's probably that, but... He's got, like, a cape there, but it's a different. It's like an action cape. But by the time we meet him later on, and I'm talking more specifically about that Krennic, he's got the classic Imperial officer outfit, but it's white. He's got the striking, you know, black pants, so white over black there. The gloves of power. Mm, Yeah. But that cape. The cape. It. We all admit we love capes. Oh, yeah. There's got to be a cape on this list. I don't think Vader would have been as powerful if he didn't have a cape. No, no. Vader without a cape is nude. Yeah, right. Lando, clearly the best cape in the galaxy. He doesn't even need to tie it on. Right? It just hangs. It just hangs. He keeps it there with charm. Capes are a very important thing, And, and Krennic made this decision. It's striking. And look, I think the character of Krennic, as it played out, and Orson himself... Uh, didn't necessarily, uh, you know, uh, live up to the hype in a lot of people's mind. And yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because we all saw that outfit and that cape, and we went, oh, <laughs> this is a man of power. Yeah. This is a man of prestige. And he didn't live up to what we thought of the cape. No. And I I see people uh, cosplaying as Orson Krennic. And it looks striking. I saw a little three-year-old cosplaying as Orson Krennic or like a four or five-year-old kid probably at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. And, and that kid looked like powerful and striking. <laughs> um, I've seen, uh, I think, our own Jennifer Landa has, uh, oh, yeah, has yeah, Krennic yeah. up. Uh, looked great. And it's that cape.
1: Um, I believe Orson Krennic's outfit is one of the best in Star Wars. Absolutely. And I think with the uniform... Uh, an Imperial could choose to wear something different that day. I think if Krennic wanted to switch it up and was like, today my cape is black to intimidate you in a different way, he could. So that makes it an outfit. If you are assigned (laughs) to be a shore trooper, you can't just go put on Biker Scout armor. That's not an outfit. That's your armor. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. Krennic... I could switch things up. I would like to see it with the black cape. That would be very interesting because yeah. he is really working in the white and black dynamic he to is. set people uh, at unease at, to yeah. not know what's oh, going on with me. I like that. Who am I? What that's part true. of the empire am I with? Well, that's my number four. Is my cape smooth or crinkly today? We'll find out. <laughs> Uh, that's a good number four. Yeah. Uh, my number three, I had to have a Jedi in here, and mm-hmm. I am going to give it to Obi-Wan Kenobi in Revenge of the Sith. Ooh, specific. I feel like the whole body mm-hmm. of Obi-Wan Kenobi, his haircut, his beard, everything is on point in Revenge of the Sith. But of all the Jedi robes, we, the Jedi robes are... The Jedi robes, but there are many, many variations that we see. Right. And I feel like out of almost all of them, Obi Wan's in Return uh, or Revenge of the Sith has the best uh, combination of aesthetics and movement. Mm -hmm. He -hmm. is ready to fight. Yeah. But it also looks comfortable, it looks uh, peaceful and earthy. And all the things that it should be. But it's also, obviously, he's ready to go. It's got a lot right. of great like, angles and energy to it without being too busy. Yeah. Uh, and now we see many, many great Jedi cloaks. Right. But there is something about the way his cloak hangs in Revenge of the Sith that communicates yeah. sadness, communicates almost espionage right? as he's hiding. And, I mean, when you're talking about an outfit part of it is like how you wear it but part of it is how you use it right like how you move it around right we have not one but two great cloak removals from obi-wan in revenge of the sith that's true the first one when he tries when he decides to fight general grievous and the second one when he decides it is his duty right to do what he must and fight anakin in both of them those uh the cloak is designed to fall away from his body in such an exciting way. And then what is underneath? Amazingly cut. Fits the rhythm of his body. He's yeah. ready to fight. He's ready to meditate. Yeah. He is ready to model. <laughs> He's ready to do anything. I love that Jedi
2: outfit. Ready to live in a hut. He's ready for to 19 live in a hut. Years. And and I really think um Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan really was the best uh, beard and hair combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked he was getting older and distinguished, but he still looked youthful and yeah. vibrant, um, spry. Looked like the guy you wanted to hang
1: out with. There's a lot of great things there yeah. about Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan. Absolutely. So that's my number three. Revenge of the Sith,
2: Obi-Wan Your I. number three. My uh, number three is... And I'm, I'm getting visual aid up here on my computer just so I can help myself. Oh, uh, I understand. Um, I understand. But this... So this number three is... Uh, I'm so glad I can list this uh, number three because uh, this would have been... Uh, a forgotten outfit, if it had just Ooh. if you had just kept it where we all first learned about this character and her outfit, and I'm talking about Mon Mothma. Ooh. Um, again, I'm going to simplicity here. Yeah, you like I, elegance. I like elegance. I like some simplicity. Uh, my ties are always usually solid colors. Oh, I don't yeah. like the power clash. I don't like to do that. So. Now that we can say she's in uh, two movies, three, if you count the deleted scenes of Revenge of the
1: Sith. Absolutely.
2: She looked a little different. She had 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 some Lord of the Rings like headgear.
1: Yeah. uh, Some
2: stuff going on there. (laughs) Um, But if you, uh, and also now in in Clone Wars and and Rebels and stuff, the characters made other appearances. Uh, This outfit really, truly belongs. Mon Mothma's uh, white Robes with the ornamental jewelry. Mm-hmm. It is looks like something that's comfortable and easy to wear. Absolutely. But she walks into a room, Jin Urso sees her, and doesn't even question who that is. Right. It's just kind of like that person's in charge. Yes. There's there's a regal nature to what she's wearing. It's simple, it's direct, and it's powerful.
1: Yes. It communicates power when she is in that dirty, messy, steamy yeah. temple yeah. on Yavin Four. There's not a spot. There's no Doritos dust. There's no this yeah. whatever the Star Wars equivalent of Doritos dust is right? on that immaculate white robe. Powerful, right? And uh, I think you know they really.
2: Did such a great job. Genevieve O'Reilly, I think, uh, she, she deserves a lot of credit for what she brought to her appearance in Rogue One and now even the voice work in Rebels. I'm looking at a side-by-side picture here, and, and it's like they did a great job with the casting, going back to even Revenge of the Sith, but yeah. they did a great job of just keeping the consistency of that outfit so, so you know who this character is. And, and, and I think it's an underrated outfit for a very important
1: character. Absolutely. It complements someone who does not slouch. Oh, you have to stand definitely straight up. Uh, my wife Sarah is a dancer, and yeah. she always tells me about uh, the string coming up through your head. Yes, yes, that you should have that idea of the you energy of that. That's what makes you stand up straight. Of uh, the yep. string coming up uh, yep. through your head, and uh, Mon Mothma has that, and that's what makes her outfit
2: work. That is solid. That oh, is solid. So that is mine. Number three. So we're up to
1: your number. Number two. two. Number two. Number two and number one. This whole thing was truly deeply painful. Uh, in number two. Is uh, my Luke spot. Okay. Now, Luke, oh man, this is so difficult. Talking about Luke Skywalker, right? Luke Skywalker. That, that's the Luke in Star Wars <laughs> yes. we're talking about? That's, okay. the, that's the Luke spot I'm talking about. Okay. Luke Spotwalker. No, 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 no. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Oh man, I want to say Return of the Jedi because mm. as we've discussed in mm-hmm. many various places, like that is the ultimate. Every time we try to right. break it down with uh, people of our age, yeah. that's the ultimate action figure. It is. Return of the Jedi. Uh, Luke, Those are awesome Jedi robes. Uh, He's wearing black like his father before him. Uh, I wear almost all black, so I have an affinity to that. So I feel like I should. But I had to go back to my childhood and back to my honesty. Mm. And it is Bespin Luke. Mm, That's great. Now, this is one of those early formative memories when I saw the action figure of Bespin Luke come out before the movie. Right. And it, I assume it came out before the movie, my young childhood memories. Um, but I saw that action figure and I had to have it because it looked so cool. And I remember literally thinking, I don't think I'll ever look that cool. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. promotional shot where he is turning toward the camera yeah. with a blaster straight at the camera, yeah. there was something And this is, I think this is the nature and the truth of aesthetics, right. of when something just looks cool to you, And you are too young to have had anything imprint. Mm -hmm. And there was something in my incredibly young brain that was just like, the way that garment flows is cool. I don't know what the idea of aesthetic means. I don't know anything about fashion design. I don't know what cool is or isn't. And just in my little soul was like, that is so cool. And I demanded to get pajamas that were onesies because I thought that's like tan onesies because right. I thought that's as close as I can get to ever looking that cool right as Bestman Luke but oh man you know and now that I'm an adult it shouldn't look cool <laughs> it's not that amazing it's, yeah. a, it's sort of tan yeah fatigues is it was described on the action figure the Bestman yeah. fatigues um like, With a lot of pouches, yeah. It's like missing some other armor on it, almost like, yeah, yeah. like there's an idea missing in there. Yeah. But it just to me always looks so cool. That was my truth of my youth, and I have carried that through my entire life. That the Bespin Luke outfit mm-hmm. looks cool even when it shouldn't. And then yeah. when it starts to come apart on Bespin with oh, the duel yeah. with Vader, yeah. you know, oh, man, the battle-damaged Luke Skywalker looks just as cool, <laughs> if not more cool, it's definitely, than the put-together Luke
2: Skywalker. Definitely. You know, it's a good choice. I, I respect that you went to your, the truth of your youth. Yeah, I had to. to what I had to. Do. To what it is. We all want to be cool. We all want to be, uh, you know, look suave. But Luke has some functionality to it and a simple elegance. Yeah, a I simple like elegance. I like that. I like that. That is, uh, that is your number two. That's my number two. And my number two, we're staying in the Skywalker family. <laughs> and I'm going back to a movie you mentioned. Ooh. We both like them prequels. Hashtag prequelist. Revenge of the Sith Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, good choice. This is where I had to go just simply to looking cool. Yeah. Um, now, we'd include Darth Vader as seen in the original trilogies in Rogue One and so forth and so on. Um, I wouldn't call that a outfit. I wouldn't call that a uniform. I'd call yeah. that a necessity. Yeah, I'd call that what he wears or he dies. Yeah. And he may have added the cape because he saw Krennic with one. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so um, I, Revenge of the Sith Anakin I like for just how badass it kind of looks. Yeah. All right. I'll give some badass points out here. I love that he went with the – he looked around the rooms and was like, okay, you all generally have the Jedi outfit on. Yeah. I'm going to make mine leather... <laughs> I'm gonna make mine darker toned because yeah. I'm kind of struggling with some things on the inside I uh, haven't recovered emotionally since I killed all those uh, Tuscan Raiders um, and uh, maybe even I I imagine at some point along the lines because attack of the clones into the Clone Wars cartoon things you know the outfit's starting to form yeah but it's 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 later on in in Sith that I really see it uh, I think at some point Palpatine was like, what what do you, what do you consider wearing <laughs> what are you going to do do well i've got you know the tan everyone wears tan i foresee you will be the best dressed of all the jedi (laughs) do you want to sell more merchandise than (laughs) obi-wan kenobi well yes then do it wear the leather make a (laughs) (laughs) v-shirt and i think uh and when uh, you know, we talked about uh, we've talked about this before, but one of my my favorite shots in all of Star Wars is Anakin just. Turned to the dark side, Darth Vader walking into the the temple, the Jedi yeah. temple with the 501st, Vader's fist behind him. And that shot is so great. And it is this outfit. It is yeah. this Vader, this Anakin that you're getting. And with the cape, with that ensemble, it is just it. I would like to enter into every party like either two. There's two ways <laughs> in my life. That in my head I think I enter parties like this, but I don't. Uh, one is is Aragorn uh, going back in, pushing the doors open, on Rohan, oh yeah, uh, and, and storming back in, uh, and then uh, and and Vader marching <laughs> into the temple with Vader's fist behind him. Uh, like so, so. If you okay. and I are walking into a Comic Con yeah. party this year, Joseph, and you're kind of two steps behind me, I'm picturing you as a clone trooper. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm picturing myself. Uh, is uh, Han opening the door in Cloud City went, Whoops! Whoops! whoops oh, this, uh, this is not where I meant to go uh, who's here oh, whoops uh, maybe I don't belong in this room
2: generally uh, I generally in turn enter every party like 3PO entering Jabba's Palace <laughs> let's go R2 <laughs> no one wants us here no one wants us here that is my time. number two so let's recap the best outfits so far I'll run down my list uh, number five Lobat number four director orson critic number three Mon Mothma number two Revenge of the Sith Anakin Skywalker your list? So.
1: My number five is Basine Nattel. My number four is Poe's jacket look, looks good on anybody. My number three is Obi-Wan Kenobi's Jedi Robes and Cloak in Revenge of the Sith. And my number two is Luke Skywalker in Bespin Fatigues. Absolutely. So
2: uh, as I like to do, I'll reverse it, and I'll give mine the number one first to you. The guest, can close the show. And I am going, you talk about connecting back to your youth and your truth of, mm-hmm. of youth. As you called it, Joseph. My number one is Empire Strikes Back. Han Solo. Oh yeah. Talked about on Jedi Alliance in the early days of Jedi Alliance with our one of our early on Duel of Fates. Is it, is it New Hope? Han Solo. Empire. Han. And you know, classic Han Solo from New Hope, Star Wars Episode Four. The vest, uh, the pants, the blaster, the pose, the look, the swagger. Yep. It is classic, and it's classic for a reason. But Empire itself improved on the first movie. Yeah. Han Solo improved upon himself. Yes, he did. Something about that jacket, Joseph. That jacket, it's
1: everything, right? I mean, it maybe is. you can go to Luke's celebration jacket suggesting a little bit of the cut and the design. A little bit. But it was. Mm-hmm. if it was just that shot, it wouldn't be everything. But right. that jacket is everything. It that is. jacket leads to Poe's jacket. That jacket leads to Cassian's jacket. Yes. That jacket, just the way it hangs in the mm-hmm. cut of it, it is both. It's this is yours. So I don't know why I'm going on, but it's a, it's, no, it's, it's just like it. it's the the way it hangs. It's that like your fun weird uncle. Yeah, but also just like <laughs> that. Just I just threw this on and I don't care. It's got a little bit of that. It looks perfect, but it looks like he doesn't give a damn. He, like he didn't try yeah. to look perfect, but he does. He does.
2: I mean, the the classic shot, uh, the one you see is it's uh, it's him uh, holding his arms out. You know, he does it a lot, but he, but but it's on Empire he's yeah. kind of looking at Lando like, "Hey, old buddy," and it's like he's got. You know that shirt too he's got that weird kind of double breasted fold in a way and yeah. and that's an improvement on the shirt the jacket's got some functionality to it I like I would wear this jacket I'm sure you could order them I haven't looked up maybe I'll do that this year finally order myself a Han Solo Empire oh, Strikes yeah. Back jacket I would wear it in a heartbeat I bet it would not be as cool as Han and I love that in Force Awakens I love I love his Force Awakens jacket too yeah it's good uh, but I love I actually really love I don't think it's cheesy at all when, when Leia's like hey, you change your jacket like you got a man- over the you know thirty years, thirty five years yeah. between this, he's had a few jackets, a few different jackets. But it calls it calls to the inner fan in us. Yeah, that moment in Force Awakens calls to us wanting to look cool like Han Solo on the playground, and that I think. All goes back to Han Solo's look in Empire Strikes Back. And when I ran that poll with Maude Garrett on, on Duel of Fates on early Jedi Alliance, uh people, there was fans of the classic Han, but Han Solo and Empire one going away.
1: Yeah, oh man, it's amazing. It is amazing. So that is my number one, Empire uh, Han. That is a good one. My number one. We could not possibly leave this character off the list when you're talking about outfits, and it is uh, Princess Leia. Mm. But, man, the debate. Yeah, oh. every every outfit that Leia has, Leia does not have a clunker. Everyone is good. No, uh, even the Ewok celebration dress, great, great. It's one of my favorites. It's great. It's great. Everything's great. But I have to go with. Uh, hmm. This is kind of a twofer, but not really, because I think it is kind of the same thing. It is Hoth Leia, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Hoth Leia comes with layers. Yeah, and Hoth Leia can become awesome. Cloud City pantsuit, <laughs> onesie, <laughs> yeah. jumper, yeah, Leia. Uh, the simple elegance of that yeah. on Cloud City. Uh, I'll get back to that, but I mean the the Hoth look is great because I think uh you know in movie design the the costumes should tell us something about the characters, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's explicit, like. Anakin, of all the Jedi we see, is like, no, I need dark leather. Yeah, <laughs> that tells us something about the character. It's not even subtle; it tells us yeah. something about the character. I think Hoth Leia tells us something subtle about the character. It really does. Luke and Han have their Hoth outfits, right? Yeah, you know, and then they, they, but they, but they take them off when they get in the yeah. base. And they're cool. They're mm. cool, and they're they look cool. But uh, Leia's got this like. I mean, there's something about Hothlea Empire is the, the story of her sort of coming out of her shell. Yeah. And the Hoth outfit has, it's got sharp lines, it's crisp, mm-hmm. it looks great, it looks, yeah. uh, yeah, it looks great. But there's also this uh, almost double, uh, level of, it's also maybe she's hiding in it just a little bit. Yeah. Like almost emotionally. Yeah. Um, that, uh, And then as we see, you know, she switches into the Bespin gown, but then we got to imagine that, Mm -hmm. that I have always interpreted the thing, the white jumper thing she's wearing on Cloud City is like, that's the under layer of the Hoth outfit.
2: Right. Well, yeah, I always did too. Okay, good. I'm Cause, not alone. Because cause they 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 took off. Yeah, you know she's flying. So and she's only got two options. She's got yeah, that, and then and Lando gets her some clothes, right? Yeah, I got to imagine like, that's from their collection. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, from the spring season of Cloud <laughs> City's <laughs> fashion show <laughs> yeah. that Lobot organized. I'll, I'll get you something. Don't worry. Um, but but she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she just take the vest off. I, I absolutely we're on the same page.
1: Yeah. And I think Vader's like, well, we're going to put you in the cell now. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> had jumper, will travel. Yeah. I'm taking off yeah. the party dress. Yeah. And I'm putting my practical jumper back on. But it also like then that. Flex. If you you accept the hoth outfit is the beginning of Leia's Arcan Empire yeah. and the jumper as the end, right? Stripping her down to where she is. Yeah. her truth. She's more open. Yeah, but she's glowing white. Right, and she is practical and an effing warrior. Yeah, and that's you know the outfit where we really see her shooting, mm-hmm. kicking ass, mm-hmm. trying to get Han back. Yeah, I think there was a lot to that. If
2: if you want to look at it from that side, where you know, a New Hope, uh, she's walking around, uh, running around, in pretty much one outfit. I mean, yeah, actually, you're right, mm-hmm. the, the, the same outfit the entire time. Yeah, it's slightly different dress for the yeah ceremony at the end. That, that's true. That's true. Um, you know, so it's classic. It is a princess-like outfit. That's what it was designed to be. Yeah. Uh, even though she's very much in action in A New Hope, Absolutely. and that, that inspired the character. I think it, it's it's. Functional because it's Hoth, but I think the first time you see, you know, you got our new characters rolling in, and if you imagine if you're sitting in the theater in 1980 and seeing this, Princess Leia shows up on screen. She's not in a dress or a gown or a mm-hmm. robe. She's in fatigues. She is in fatigue. She's ready for war. She's in charge. Her Her hair is more functional. Um, it, it's, it's, it is a Leia that has, has moved definitely up as a, as, a, as a person in confidence and control. Yeah. Uh, she already had that a little bit, but she was a you know, pudgy-cheeked young lady yeah. uh, trying to find her way in the galaxy. <laughs> Still in the Imperial Senate. Now she is one of the leaders of the Rebel Alliance, for sure. Sure, yeah, and you see it in that moment. She turns when the first moment you see her when she's talking with Raikan and everything, and Han comes in. You know, it's a different Leia. Yeah, she's cold, choice. but she has stuff to get done. Very cold, and it's always been—it's always been my favorite Leia. Yeah. Um, it's always been my favorite from, from what things we're talking about it, and just you know Carrie Fisher was a beautiful woman and I think you can all have your steel bikinis yeah. you can all have that that uh, you know great neat uh, there's something about Hoth Leia that always just I, I think and in, in, in every woman comes in my life I'm like how do you look in like <laughs> a, a army jumper in action I think that's what I look for in women and I think Hoth has always been my favorite yeah. it's a great choice
1: it's a beautiful beautiful outfit all of is. Outfits are awesome, but yeah. that is my number one. Absolutely.
2: That was fun. As always, Joseph, we're going to find deep meanings in a lot of things in Star Wars <laughs> that people might not understand. Lobot's outfit has a lot more to it than you first thought. That's it. right. Uh, that is it. That's what we do here on Star Wars Ranked. You can follow Force Center Pod on Twitter as we reach to, uh, towards 2,000 followers on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked to tell us what you think about our outfits and throw some of your own. I'm sure you have outfits. Do make the character, and they're a key part in Star Wars. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe, rate, and review there. We have the Patreon page. Some of you may know that. I'm sure you do. Check it out if you want. We do appreciate any support. Joseph, you have a lot of stuff going on in the galaxy, and you have always some very cool outfits. Where can you be followed and your outfits (laughs) shared?
1: (laughs) Yes, come check out the different colors of black, the different shades of black with the different geek logos I might be wearing uh, at various comedy shows and conventions. i got a lot of stuff coming up. You can uh, find it all on my website at josephsgrimshaw.com and you can find me on all the social media is at joseph scrimshaw and check out my podcast obsessed also available on josephscrimshaw.com
2: absolutely that's it you can follow me at catnapsack that's it guys we have presented our favorite outfits and Star Wars has been ranked